Before we get started with this week's pod, I just wanted to let you know that the tickets for the FM Charity Cup are now on sale. The event is being held at Leamington Football Club on Saturday the 5th of May and all of the money generated from ticket sales is going to a fantastic charity, War Child. And if that wasn't enough to entice you to buy a ticket, you can also see some of your favourite WeStream FM and 5 Star Podcast regulars don their boots and take to the field. The link to where you can buy your tickets can be found in the description of this podcast. Hopefully we'll get to see some of you there. Hello, 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 and welcome to Five Star Potential, the weekly football manager podcast brought to you by those at WeStream FM. So, uh, this week we're going to be focusing all on esports and FM, which uh, is slightly topical uh, following recent events that have been held. But first, I must introduce you to my co-host. So, starting off with Dave Azapali, say hello, sir. Hello, sir. Mr. Dupe, how are you? Mr. Nerd, I'm good. How was Paris? Bonjour. Bonjour, brilliant. I mean, the the delay there it took you to realise what hello in French is is remarkable. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't worry, it's fine. Uh, Joe, how are you, sir? All good, thank you. You all right? I'm very good. Uh, we have no Toby this week. Uh, he's unfortunately on uh, parent-related duties, but uh, we needed an esports expert for this particular pod. Unfortunately, we couldn't find one. We did find Dr. Benji instead. Yeah, Hello, Ben. I'll take that title. Good afternoon or good evening. Or, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been working as resident esports expert, which is never a position I've filled before. But um, yeah, I'm happy to take on the mantle. So yeah, here we go. So before we dive into to this week's topic, uh, I want some save updates, gents. So Dave, um, how have things been going? Um, I, I haven't played much over the last week, but I have kicked off uh, season five of Wolves. I think last week I just managed to break into uh, European football. There was a little bit of confusion on my save. I posted it on Twitter that Manchester United failed financial fair play, despite them winning the league by about 20 points. So because of them failing that, they got kicked out of the Champions League, which meant all the European places moved down one place. So we got a Europa League group stage. So that still hasn't been drawn, but... Uh, made some signings, sold a few players, and uh, we kicked off the season with a solid 4-1 winner against uh, Everton, who finished top four last year. So uh, it's a pretty good start to the season and uh, hopefully the start of uh, another big year uh, for Wolves. Marvellous. I did notice your tweet about that United situation. I think it's utterly baffling that that's actually a thing. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it before. There's a, a lot of people surprised by it. I think a few people have seen it in Italy and so on. Uh, but then I didn't understand it until I looked at United's transfer history and they would probably spent about £400 million in the last three seasons and only sold about £50 million worth of players, if that. So they made a massive loss on, on transfers and stuff. So I'd imagine that's, uh, that's why it happened. Yeah, very, very odd. And I I don't think I've seen them even get relegated, like, in a save un- until you get, like, stupidly in- into a, like, deep into a save, like, 100 years or whatever. Um, but, yeah, interesting all the same. I love the little bits of narrative that sort of develop in a save. Um, talking of narrative, uh, Mr. Joe, 
how are things going at Arsenal? They're going okay. I'm still in the second season, um, still clearing out a bit of the uh, Wenger Deadwood. Um, I've just wrapped up the league title in the second season. Um, it's kind of going a bit of the way the Shakhtar. If you've got money and you can buy the right players, the game starts becoming very easy. So I'm already thinking about where I'm going to go next. Will it be within the same like save universe or will it be entirely new? I don't know. I think I'm probably going to need to resign and then go somewhere else because I'm getting a bit bored of just starting new saves. Where If I went really lower league and tried to do it with no money, that might make it a little bit more interesting. But at the moment... Yeah, I'm just kind of thinking, oh, third season, I'm going to piss this. See, that that's always my fear of setting like your manager attributes at a certain level, like particularly if you're starting in the Premier League or like the top top flight of whichever country you're in. Is You don't tend to get the, the lower jobs or the jobs lower down because teams don't think they can sign a manager of your calibre. Even though you ask for no wages, they won't sign you or won't even approach you. So it, it, it can be a bit annoying. Yeah, I spoke to Jason Tinder when he, he gave me some advice about how to get a job. <laughs> what a Oh, dear. That's an, that an early C-bomb. My, my God. C-bomb. C-bomb. They, they won't hear that. It's fine. Oh, I'd right. have edited that out, Ben, but okay. uh, you, you've dropped and me the, in it now. An indistinguishable bomb has been dropped. So. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Mr. Dupe. I know you've had a bit of a disjointed week, but I know you've managed to smash a few streams in, even if they're Panini-related. But how have things been going since France? I think you've uh, you missed a kind of a, a really good opportunity to call me a <laughs> and you said, talk, speaking of <laughs> dupe, how's your sense going? Nails Earth is doing... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've got to use the sensor so much now. I mean, I used it twice. I don't mind it when I do it. When other people do it, I get infuriated. I, I, I genuinely think that out of all my appearances, that's my first ever <laughs> so... Oh, that's two. That's, that's now three. I'm counting now. What sort of podcast is this? <laughs> right. a filthy one, apparently. Let's, let's get this back to back on the road. Right. Um. Yeah. It's uh, we've been doing a bit of panini stickers. Um. Just because you know panini stickers. I'm a kid and I like that sort of stuff. But also we're back at uh, Nailsworth, back at Forest Green Rovers. Sixth season, halfway through the sixth season. We're currently second in the Premier League, and it is it's going very nicely. We've been given a lot of money to spend. We've changed our season expectations from avoid relegation to mid-table finish. Uh, and Paulinho, Dave, is smashing it, mate. 20 and 20, I think. He's the god. He's the god. Him and Eddie and Ketcher just <laughs> blows my mind. Beautiful. Eddie and Ketcher, uh, as if that's still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've He's... got him at Arsenal, and I'm, I've been playing him rotation with um, Aubameyang, Lacazette, and he does score goals in the first and second season, even at Arsenal. Yeah, he does. Blimey. It's very Obviously, good. I think it's, it's all me. down to the manager, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, me and Curtie, yeah. So. Explains a lot. It's not just me that fails. <laughs> to be fair, he, I think he's very streaky. He's like bacon. Um, yeah. As a vegan, it, that upsets me. I don't give no a shit. Cares. It's not even Danish. <laughs> 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 I hate to see it leave. Um, Mr. Ben, now... This is this is a, I presume it's, it's this is slightly weird for everyone because this is the first like proper guest we've actually had yeah. on the five star pod. But I still want to save update from you if you've got any things that you can say without incriminating your save. That people bear in mind this will be coming out a few days after recording. I, I play like real time, so it's not too bad. Um, essentially, people are giving me credit this year for doing a realistic save. What they actually mean is you're really failing to get promoted quicker than normal. <laughs> Aren't you? Uh, so we're sort of seven years in, two promotions in the bag, and um, continuing to struggle. It, it, with, if you're not aware, with a team I created called Thames FC that positioned themselves close to the river, and um, 
yeah, it's just a slog of getting into a division, realising we're not good enough for the division, spending three years in the division, and then eventually hoping to get promoted. Um, and that's just the continual cycle that I think we'll have for a little while. Basically, if you're not professional, it's really difficult to attract anyone, especially when you've got no reputation because you're essentially an unknown team. Um, so bringing in players right now is like the biggest difficulty we have. Like Compared to the rest of the league, I think we spend considerably less on wages um, apart from maybe like two or three teams that we've got, there's one team. I think Team Solent, who's like actually a university, have gone up, um, and they managed to exist despite having everyone on an extra contract, despite the fact they're in the Vanarama National South, wherever it is. So um, yeah, apart from them, I think everyone else sort of pays more than we do per week, and uh, that is the struggle. So it's, it's just trying to get more out of players that aren't particularly good in terms of really new information. Um, with a sort of team that will lose to the bottom three like get battered by them but then get like wins against the top five all the time and that happens all the time so that's really fun and painful <laughs> exactly the same time so so because I, I think oh some easy pickings here we'll do a video and then i get battered 4-1 by and i'm thinking well that looks a bit r- ridiculous doesn't it and then uh so it's just this constant ebb and flow of inconsistency which is quite stressful when you're recording it every day see i i love a non-league save but it does get to a point where you think what have i done I hope it gets fun. You know, I hope, we get... <laughs> I hope it gets fun. <laughs> right now, it's just a slog. I'm hoping it gets fun at some point. Um, not got there yet, but yeah, still time, still time. I mean, did you have the similar sort of feeling of a slog with the Salford save? Because uh, of their reputation, yes. Yeah, so I was told very much it was Salford rather than Salford, which is what I said at the beginning. Um, with that, because of their reputation, because they had the class of ninety like two behind them, their reputation is increased compared to lots of other leagues or lots of other teams in that division. So the the rise was that bit quicker, uh, especially when you get into like League Two and, and One, you can pick up free transfers from Premier League teams really easily. So that's what I mean. As soon as you become professional, the, the save will become considerably easier because of who I can attract right now I can't, I can't even attract players in the division below me very often occasionally I'll get like a freebie from like a league two team but um that becomes the problem but Salford was like relatively quick <laughs> compared to this um and we still took ages to do anything in that save as well but yeah there's a there's a major difference in time and I think while people are liking it they wouldn't be happy if they did the exact same thing next year I think they'd be like okay we've seen you get stuck in divisions let's move on oh that's sad it's, yeah. it's 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 fun. Although it's a tale of woe, isn't it? Really, when yeah, you've asked well, it. Though. I always, I always. I, thing is, the, the longer you're in the same division, the longer you've then got to think of intros around the same division without any new sort of teams to sort of yeah. get any narrative out of. So I can understand the struggle there. But yeah. alas, um, my save has been going pretty well actually. We're we're sat in the playoffs. I think we're just outside. Uh, after I think we're just about to hit January. So we've got no money again. Results have been good. Playing a a deep four two two one one sort of. It's basically four two three one, but with two deep midfielders as well as the uh, wingers not in sort of the uh, advanced positions. So, but it seems to be going well playing on the counter. And Adam Armstrong is almost as good in FM as he is in real life. So that's all we need to say on that. I think. So I think. It's now time for the team meeting, which, as a, as as per usual, it focuses around our poll that we run weekly. And this week, uh, we asked about esports and the role football manager can play in the community. So we've seen the Creators Cup and the Copper Manageria, and more recently the FM uh, W or the FM WEC. But uh, the question we asked was, do you think FM can become a competitive esport? Uh, as 
as we normally do before we re reveal the results of the poll, we will go around our little table and discuss it at length before we uh, reveal those results. So who wants to get us kicked off with, with thoughts? Now, we, we have two people on the panel this week that were involved in the Creators' Cup, so we're, we're blessed with experience. Um, I'm sure they'll have their own opinions on, on that experience. Dave? <clears throat> uh, but we'll, uh, we'll go with Mr. Azapardi first, I reckon. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll, pr well, obviously try and speak about what happened over the weekend with that FM World Cup or whatever it was, and, and then the Creators Cup as well. Uh, I think it was it was good for Sports Interactive to, to kick off an event. I know there was some backlash on social media and that, but I think all of us guys enjoyed it, meeting up with each other and stuff, and Sports Interactive put on, as hosts, a good event. Obviously, there were issues with the, the match engine and stuff in the final, but that's just how it was. I think it's it was still an early game and so on. And I think that was probably one of the main issues and one of the main things that people think that's why it's not going to be an eSport because it's not a fully sort of optimised game at times and there's issues like that when it crashes a lot. But this, this sort of event on the weekend, by the looks of it, I think it sounded and looked like it went okay. Um, two reasons I didn't do it was... One, it was Easter and, and stuff as well uh, with work. But secondly, I, I wasn't convinced beforehand how well it was going to go uh, due to my experience at, at the Creators' Cup. And they they'd not really posted much about how they were going to work it. So if I was being honest, I thought somehow they were going to chuck a load of people into one draft at the same time. Uh, by the sounds of it, they did it sort of a head-to-head -head thing. They picked random teams, which I liked a lot as well, sort of on their USB sticks. So I think that went quite well. And I think structurally, as a, as a first ever event, it sounded and looked like it went okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to wait for, for your guys' opinion on it. Long term, in the future, many years in, in time, it may well become an eSport. But for me at the moment, I think for a game which requires... A bit of luck, or not even a bit of times, a lot of luck, and obviously you don't have full control over the players and so on and what goes on. It's very hard to make it a competitive, uh, high-end esport at the moment. No, but I think the it does seem to the uh, we've only got the impression from Twitter and 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 the various photos that they've posted, but I think from from the people that we've interacted with who have, who were involved in it, they were quite happy with it and the number of people that they had involved is is good and for as you said Dave a first event I think it's mm -hmm. you know more a more than credible effort because it, it's not just a case of the actual uh, the actual game working it's also the the organization of yeah. actually having it to having one the financial backing to get it to to work being able to uh, logistically arrange I presume the devices and everything like that. It it sounds like a monumental task, uh, and say so I think the reason what really I I think why Ben is useful in this in this discussion is because he's probably watched more esports than any of us, um, particularly the, sort of the CS:GO scene. Uh, and I think uh, although they're not maybe directly comparable, uh, obviously one is a sports title that you know you, it's not necessarily skill based like that, uh, but it's um it's it's you know you've got to look somewhere and ultimately there's not really been anything like this maybe starcraft possibly as a, as a as sort of a more strategic approach but there there's such a a broad scope of what 
what esports now classifies as is management really like one of those things see the thing i find quite difficult to to kind of make it to grasp the the, the fact that they want it or they want to or that it's going to go down the line of being an esport is football managers more than 90 minutes in my personal opinion setting up a team uh of players that you are given i personally don't think that's gonna prove how good you are as a football manager I feel the, for example, take my safe, take Ben's safe, uh, take Joe's, for example. He's completely redone that squad. Okay, so uh, so that Arsenal squad is nothing like you've seen before. My Forest Green squad is completely different, and I'm sure Ben's is the same. Uh, and we've we've built those squads, and we are now competing at a, a, a higher level. Uh, and that will show that actually we're we're quite okay at the game. Now, if I just chuck a random eleven into a squad, that any eleven and play it against any other person that's got 11 players in their squad, it is solely down to the match engine, solely down to to, to the little bit of luck that Dave states. And I genuinely don't think there's much skill. Okay, you've got a tactic, but the issue we got is we've got match engine exploits that that, that would be used. I mean, if if I was going to be playing in that tournament, I would definitely play free up front. Let's just put it that way. I, I understand where you're coming from, obviously, because... Football manager is a game. It's a long-term game. It's not like you're going to, for example, complete it in one day or what have you. For them to to make it an eSport, or if that's honestly the, the way that SI or Sega want to go, obviously the draft is the easiest way for them to push it as an eSport. So I agree with what you're saying there, Dupe. Like, obviously, it's not ideal because football management is a long-term thing. It's not just something that happens. But the issue I've got with the draft system as well, as you say, is a little bit of luck on FIFA, for example. I know I'm bringing FIFA into it. I didn't really want to. But FIFA, obviously, it's still got its its issues and so on. There's still little things that go wrong. But at the end of the day, probably 75 80% of it is down to the skill of the player. Um, whereas, as you say, on FM, for a one-time match where you're not 100% controlling the players, um, any anything could happen, really. So it is down to the luck of the draw at times. And and thinking about it, you know, it's it's generating like six hundred million dollars a year in revenue. Esports. Do you think that Sega and SI are looking at it and kind of thinking, hang on, where's our slice of the pie here? If they can get something off the ground, I, I think it's got to be more than. It's it's, yeah. I I, I can see why they want to get involved, uh, and I can see that. I personally, I don't think it. If it stays the same as it is now, I don't think it will work. But I will definitely think that it is going to come in. Uh, because exactly the reason that Joe's just stated the money, the money is the main factor. But I just don't genuinely think it will it will work. But that's that's my opinion. It's interesting because when we went to the Creators Cup, and I think I'm allowed to say this, Dave. I don't think this was under NDA. Is that I asked Miles like, how do you see Football Manager in terms of an esport? And his reaction was essentially, it, he doesn't. It's not part of their plans in any way. If people want to put on events, then they're happy to back the events. But there's no there's no real push from them to make Football Manager an eSport. And you've got... The problem with this whole conversation really is it depends on the definition of, of what an eSport is. The best eSports are the ones that are a level playing field and have the most skill involved. Well, the problem with Football Manager can never be that. And, and the, the further you push it closer towards the eSports bracket... That the, the, the I think the less fun it'll get. You see FIFA this year, people are really not enjoying FIFA this year as much as they have because they're pushing it closer and closer to what competitive players want. And 
we've actually seen the same thing happen to Call of Duty, which is a completely different esport to Football Manager and FIFA, but they've had a similar thing where they've had developers kind of push it towards and the casual players are going, hang on a minute, like this is getting a bit too, almost too intense. Like it's not, every esports game, if, if you're not set up as an esports game to begin with, then it's always going to be very difficult. Things like Counter-Strike and League of Legends, they've always had a competitive element. And there's nothing to say Football Manager can't become a competitive game. And, and it is a competitive game. It can go down the competitive route. But to be defined as an esport, you're pushing the boundaries of what an esport is. And and it's like Football Manager essentially is too random. We don't know everything that goes on with the match engine. But if you want to know how many times a gun shoots X amount of bullets in the space of three seconds and how many bullets it takes to kill someone and where it has to hit that person, you can find out all that information. If, if you can't find out any of that kind of information with Football Manager, and that's part of the reason why we all like it. We, we kind of <laughs> like the fact it's a little bit random. Whereas... Every esport has got this idea of we know exactly what's going to happen if this happens. And, and that's why FIFA struggles a little bit because of the amount of AI involved. And that's why Football Manager will, will always have the issue of they're never going to reveal everything within their match engine because it'd kill the game. And, and everyone would be an expert at it and that would make it less fun. And there'd be, there's an argument to say whether there's a skill gap or not, but the closer, I don't think they're going to push towards it. But I think we are going to see more and more events because, as Joe mentioned, the money involved. Like it's not not even football manager looking at it in the same way that not Valve who who run Counter Strike they're not the people putting on the events it's people that think hang on a minute we can make a load of money on advertising here promoting this thing whether football manager's got that appeal or not I'm very doubtful but it's an interesting way to see football manager go which is like for for, for as far as we've all known it a single player game right there's there's not a good multiplayer implementation in football manager there's network games but they're terrible. So, <laughs> so it's like, that. so um, well, it, it's not that they're terrible, right? But the setup around them to get into one and play against other people is is pretty awful. I look for, uh, and speaking of that, me and Jack are currently doing one on Twitch as uh, when this goes out. So by all means, come over and watch. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just even then, it's going to be a struggle and a grind to get through X amount of seasons. Do you think that? I mean, taking your point about the Valve don't put the events on. Do you think it? would require require some support from SI to whether it be through changes in how they develop the game um, or, or something like that to be able to get off because I know that they've been sort of uh, they had the experiment in China that they've now shuttered as far as I'm aware that I, yeah. I don't know if that was used to try and kind of maybe test the water a little bit because of how you know I, I mentioned Starcraft earlier and that's sort of the closest thing I can I guess assimilate to to what football manager is in yeah. terms of strategy and that sort of competitive edge that you you have you have when it comes to StarCraft and obviously that's it's like next level like popular in South Korea yeah. uh, when you know they fill proper stadiums like actual actual Olympic event stadiums they fill with people wanting to watch StarCraft yeah, Dota and League of Legends have the exact same situation. They they're they're in a similar mindset. They're a bit more tactical. I think people that probably play them say they're a lot more tactical. Um, see, Valve do, do Valve are involved as much as they produce update, updates for the games and things like this. They they're open in what they change most of the time, at least. And in, in a way that even we see FIFA on, like FIFA are so vague in the updates they put out. And as an esports player, that is so frustrating because you don't know what's changed and where. So then you have to just just react to it on the fly every single time which is part of their problem um 
whether Football Manager, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't see Football Manager getting involved because at the moment, at least, it's just not worth their time. And I asked, I asked again, I, again, I think this is allowed to Dave. You can pick me up if I shouldn't be saying yeah. this, right? Because, no um, yeah. <laughs> but I asked about dedicated servers in regards to network games because we talk about all these esports titles. Every single one of them is running off dedicated servers right now because it gives you the most fair environment. Now, for Football Manager, it's not really a fairness issue; it's a stability issue. We talked before. Someone, someone said about. Um, how it, it's like whether the engine is capable of being in the position to, to host these games. Well, in reality, the system put in place to actually play other people, uh, like I said before, it's awful. Like, uh, compared to what if we're going to compare it to every single other esport, it's not set up in any way to be a competitive 1v1 environment, never mind a, a four player or six or seven, eight player environment. It's just, it's just not at that place. And whether they're going to push for that in the future, whether FM Online was something they were going towards with that, then there may be so. But it just feels like it's a long way away, but it can. St- but I guess after all this, it can still exist as a competitive game. It can still host events like it has done. I'm not massively comfortable with them using the title esports, but again, the event that me and Dave went to, like, it, it, it was just it was just fun. It was a fun competitive environment where you were taking on other people. That doesn't mean it has to be an esport. Like chess isn't an esport. Like, not, not, but you know what I mean. Chess isn't a sport, but it's got that competitive environment where people can play each other. I don't think anyone would classify it as a sport. Like things can still exist within that without it having to because it's electronic. It has to become an esport. It just doesn't work. I think that the obviously, as I said, the draft mode is the only logical way for them at the moment if they wanted to push that sort of thing. And I sort of agree with what you were saying about um, obviously the the games that are just losing a bit of their edge ever since they've started going down the competitive route. I actually personally really, really enjoy draft mode. I think Football Manager and Sports Interactive were just unlucky in the fact that it's always been a single like single player game and then they've introduced this and no one's really given it a go I'm sure people have had one or two games but a couple of years, when it first came out I played that all the time with my friends rather than the actual full game and it's really enjoyable um, it's hard for them to to push anything like that now I think because Football Manager is or was only known as a single player game I don't think people are sort of willing to give it that sort of chance as you say though with the servers it's not helped. I mean, we've tried it before or I've tried it with other sort of content creators where we're trying to get six, seven, eight people in the same time. It just crashes. It melts. You can't do it. Uh, you could get seven, six or seven people in, but it's always one or two people that can't get in for whatever reason. That is probably mainly to do with the servers. Um, but it's a shame because it is a really good feature. And I think if, if people knew all of those issues were ironed out, there was no issues with match engine crashes during the, the sort of, uh, draft no issues with the draft picking system I think it would be uh, used a lot more uh, in and around the scene thing is like it, it, this is sort of taken from a combination of what you've just said Dave and, and one of Ben points earlier ultimately if they aim it towards the, the competitive market they're going to lose the everyman who buys the game that, that, that that's the and I guess that's the balancing act you know you don't you don't um, steal from Peter to pay Paul and that's ultimately what what they'd end up doing, and you you you've witnessed firsthand how shoddy uh, the the draft mode is yeah. at the moment, and and ultimately they they didn't do the best sort of form of advertising in that it broke n- number of times on their own live stream in that in the uh, Creators Cup final, which you know that's not the best way to approach things really. Um, it's unfortunate that there are bugs that exist and they know about them, <laughs> but 
But there you go. Um, I mean, the, my next sort of point or question to the floor was going to be more about sort of, I guess, presentation. Um, so ben, ben mentioned Dota and the international is massive. Like the, the prize pot is huge for that. Um, doesn't matter whether it's an eSport or an actual sport. It, it's fucking incredible how much money. And they're making millionaires yeah, in that game. Absolutely. millionaires. And the, but, but it's presented so well. And and it, it make it's felt it, it it feels special when you watch it. I I have no interest in in playing Dota. I've I've watched my brother brother play it occasionally, but I always watch the international because it's it's such a a big event to actually witness, and it looks great when you actually watch the stream live. Um, just all of it is so good. That is not possible in Football Manager, like even on the single player game, it doesn't look good at all. So. If you're trying to maybe captivate an audience, and I, again, this this is this would be more on the on the actual organisers of any event to actually sort of how do you showcase it well and, and make it look good in comparison to a Dota or or anything like that? When ultimately this this is they've they've only recently moved from dots on a screen to sort of occasionally pixelated blobs that move around rather dodgily um and then and then where do you go from there yeah i, I think the thing that comes with i'll just quickly become on those point and I'll, I'll come to what you said there is that you mentioned people's like first time experience of playing the game people who pick it up your first time experience is not very good mm-hmm. so you're not going to want to do it again you're not going to say to your friends oh let's jump on and play this because your first time experience won't have been that good it was arguably one of the issues they had with the way they showcased the final of the Creators cup it, because it didn't look great and it didn't run smoothly, it gives people this impression of, oh, I'll leave that for now. And it might be the case, they never go back to it. Like, oh, I'll, maybe I'll do that in a few months when it's back and then they get invested in a save. We should always point out, though, I said it before, that Football Manager aren't trying to compete with Dota. <laughs> aren't trying to compete <laughs> with Football Manager. That is a million miles away. They, those games are, twenty, like in some cases, 20 years down the line of working on their eSport and making it a professional outlay where people can now move across countries and work and, and become professional players in those industries. We're not, we're so far away from being anywhere near that, um, even close to it. And FIFA have only just in the last couple of years like pushed towards it. So that, that's an example of a game that's been around for 20 years, but is only now deciding, oh, let's become... Let's all become esports athletes. Um, in terms of presentation, there's so much that can be done. You're right. The international is a good example. The majors that Valve host, but are, so Valve just to just give you an idea. Then so Valve are the, are the creators. They're the football. They're the sports interactive or the Sega, if you like, of uh, of CS:GO. But they will then pay someone, whether it's someone like MLG, you might have heard of, or um, there's, there's loads of others that I can't think of. But they essentially. Um, no, forget it. It's gone. Uh, but MLG, who I'm sure you might have heard of, have been involved in Halo and CS:GO. They would invite them to, to essentially host the event, so Valve can take all the credit, credit without doing much of the work in that sort of scenario, um, where they can host host the, the the live games through their actual games. You can go onto Counter Strike and you can watch the game being played. You can have a free cam and go wherever you want, and they can they have a, and that's not something like five or six people do. They have half a million people watch it in that fashion, and so they'll have a million people watching it, half a million people watching it within the game. During that, they they drop um, in-game skins, which then equates to real-life currency and things like this. If you if you want to be involved in that, there's so many reasons to watch it. Right now, there's not that much reason to watch a football manager game played online, and the presentation is, is as much a problem as the game in which it surrounds itself in. 
I don't. I did watch a bit of the live stream actually, where where Hugh Wizzy was presenting. I think it's great that they're prepared to get sort of community people. Like we've seen him do a series with Spencer, Spencer once. He clearly plays the game. He's played the game. They're just pointing some like random guy to host the live final and make a big thing of it, and that's great. And that thing has to continue to happen. What we don't want to see now is them decide, are oh, we going to go back on what we did last year? They have to improve it every, every single time. For example. If you like, I almost feel like there needs to be set rules put in place. There needs to be more definition to how the game's played because it's not fun to watch. Because you've got to think if this could happen, right? You've got two people playing against each other. You've got, you've got, you've got. Let's say you've got Dave and Deep, right? The D's, the double D's. You've got Dave and Deep playing <laughs> against each other, and Dave, if he wants to, can spend the entire second half, every five minutes, pausing it, changing something, pausing it, changing something. Now, as a viewer, how interesting is that to watch when you can't hear their thoughts on what they're doing? Yeah. And then every time Dave does it, th- Deep thinks, right, Dave's going to change that, better change something. And then all of a sudden, your 10-minute game becomes a 50-minute tactical battle-off of what they're going to do. You almost need to say, you can pause the game three times. And within that three-time period, you can do whatever you want, but you only get three, like, three moves. They've got to almost make rules for this. And then that comes into what we said earlier, where at what point is this not fun anymore? <laughs> like, at what point does it become so detracting from what they had to begin with, which is the single-player model that they've that they've borne themselves out of? I don't know. But I think presentation is, as you say, like, there's so much that can be done, but small steps. I don't, I don't I'd hate it. For, imagine if the next World Manager event is in a stadium with 500 people in a, in a 40,000 seat, <laughs> just all sat around the dugouts of the ground going, yeah, come on. That wouldn't be very good. But hopefully they... they continue to go down the path because i think again we're having two different conversations really it can be a really fun competitive game it just can't i'll sort of say again it can't be an esport there's not enough openness from the developer for it to ever become that in my opinion no i think um, <laughs> you could have gone for mic drop alternatively yeah. they, they were your choices sorry uh, i've gone boom <laughs> no, I, th- I think you're right and i and so I'm guessing we're using the term esport because it's what people are familiar with, um, yeah. and ultimately, I think you are right that it can only really be a, a competitive title and not not an esport. And as for the, all of the reasons that both yourself and Dave have and do, in fact, have all, have all highlighted, uh, it would be it would be interesting to see what what happens post FM19 because I think we're probably a bit late. Uh, maybe five years down the line, how how things will be. We'll find out. Okay, so before we move on to uh, what is probably most people's favourite part of the show, we have got to reveal the results of the poll. And we have had a tremendous number of votes. I think it's probably stirred up quite a lot of emotion uh, this week. And there's only two options. So just to remind you what the question was, uh, do you think FM can become a competitive esport? 42% of you said yes which means 58% said no. Uh, so that kind of pretty much agrees with what, what we've all just sort of discussed anyway. But that, uh, I mean, there's been a, an incredible amount of votes on that, probably double what, we, what we've what we been getting previously. So obviously people are keen to give, give opinions and we've had a lot of uh, sort of responses as well. So thank you all for your involvement in that. And it's led to some really interesting discussion around that, around our table as well as yours. But now it's time. For the quiz. So there may be no cheerleaders in skimpy skirts or local oddballs trying to hit the crossbar with an oversized inflatable, but we do have Curtis Quiz! Thank you, Matthew. So obviously, uh, 
with uh, Curti out on wrestling duty. Um, I've taken the role. Dupe's been sacked, uh, unfortunately. He was Curti's backup, but which is strange because um, it's normally you that gets sacked. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, it is normally me that gets sacked. But um, today the quiz is going to be about, I want to say like football manager evolution, where the game has gone, where it's been and so on, what's happened with it overall. So uh, normal quiz rules apply. Uh, you buzz in, the first one to buzz in and get the answer right, obviously gets one point. If you do get it wrong, you're subject to the dreadful Viking Dan rule, which is minus one point. Um, I believe that is all. Um my uh, my rules go, so I don't want any arguments. That's normally Toby anyway. Sorry, Toes, but it's true. <laughs> so um, we'll start off where we begin with question one. So for Football Manager 2018, Sports Interactive announced there would be a new graphics engine for the 3D match engine. But in what edition of the game was the 3D match engine introduced? Nerd. Matt? FM 2009. Correct. I thought you were just saying nerd because you knew it. I was like, oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what we do. No, no, no. I I didn't want to test out my buzzer because it wasn't the right moment, but it does. still works. That's it. (laughs) Right. Number two. In December 2008, which Premier League club signed a deal with Sports Interactive to release an exclusive version of FM09, which contained all official squad player pictures and an exclusive skin? Joe. Joe? Arsenal. Correct. Arsenal. Joe, you're on the board. Level with Matt. Good start. Question three. Football Manager Handheld was first released on PSP back in April 2006. In April 2010, it was then available on iOS products. But in which year did the the game change from FM Handheld to Football Manager Mobile? Ben. Ben? 2016. Correct. You're in there. One each. Dupe, you're lacking at the moment, son. Got to get in it. (laughs) Son. (laughs) From the youngest man here. In 2006, question four, by the way. In 2006, upon the release of Football Manager 2007, Sports Interactive released a gold demo of the game, which was available in two different versions. Sharing the name with popular ice cream flavours, what were the name of these two versions? Nerd. Matt? Strawberry and Vanilla. Correct. Matt takes the lead. Beautiful. Question five. We touched on it earlier, but Football Manager Live was a brand new multiplayer online game released in 2008 with Sports Interactive and Sega even arranging its first community day a month after release, which allowed fans to show up and discuss the future of the series and other matters. In 2011, however, all FM Live servers were discontinued, but what was the name of the newest Football Manager project of a similar nature which was only officially released in Asia. Nerd. Ben. Oh. Matt. FM Online. Correct. Oh, he's it's running away. Technically, it's Football Manager Online. Uh, but I don't know what the abbreviation means, Benjamin. I wish stickless for the criteria here. Yeah, I and if you'd have said it in actual, if you said it in the right language, that would have helped as well. But I mean, number six. Last weekend, arguably the biggest Football Manager gaming event was held at Insomnia Gaming Festival. The winner grabbed a share of the £25,000 prize pool and also got to manage a Legends football match against which team? Joe. Ben. Joe, just. Was it Inter Milan and Norwich? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. It was Inter Milan, the team that you were going up against, and Norwich were the team you were managing. Okay. Question seven. In Championship Manager, 
0102. There was a player who wasn't actually real. Joe. He was a Portuguese for Joe. Tom Madeira. I'm afraid it's a minus one for Joe. Yes, I knew it was going to be that. <laughs> I knew it was going to be He was going to do a curtsy. I bloody knew it. That's <laughs> oh, the biggest okay. smile I've ever seen Dave have. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. There was a player who was. You should have seen me beat him in the Kratos Cup. You see, when he beat me in the Kratos Cup, it was bigger then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bigger on haircut. Are we talking about well. McGrin or. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> That's what she said. Jeez. Full frontal. Anyway, there was a player that. Who wasn't actually real? He was a Portuguese frontman named Tomadeira. But which club did he start at in game? I thought you'd know this one, Matt. Oh, is the God? Oh, I have no idea. Genuinely can't remember. Is it worth a guess? Is it worth just guessing? Yeah, go for it, Ben. It's not in this game, is it? All right, fine, Ben. Go on, Ben. Sporting. Incorrect, I'm afraid. That's minus one for Ben. Sorry. Matt, That's... Dupe, are you going to risk it? No. I'm no business sitting on the risk it. Ben, unfortunately, minus one. The team was called Gouveia. G O U V E I A. Joe, did you know that one? I did. Oh. I mean, if you'd have just started with that, mate, we would have been <laughs> would have been a much better question. <laughs> right then. So Matt's still got a comfortable lead at the moment, but it can all change. Still three questions. Right, number eight. Which edition of Football Manager was the last in the series available to play on Xbox? Ben. Ben. Two thousand seven. Ben's in the minuses. It's minus one for Ben again. I've changed my mind as well. Should've, Nerd. Should've, should've, should've Go on, Matt. Answer. 2006. Deep and Joe, you've got a chance. Matt has got a minus one as well. I feel I know this. But I. I thought it I mean, was it's pretty thick. easy now. They've eliminated two of them. I know, but... Fuck it. Joe. It... Go on, 2005. Joe. Incorrect. I know what the answer is. I know uh, he's not been specific. Well, he's been very specific, but not being specific at the same time. I'm just going to say the answer is. I I think I know what it is, but I think it's wrong. So go with it. So, Football Manager 2008 was the last series available to play on Xbox. So, obviously, we had 07, 06, 05, but no 08. So, a lot of minuses there. Two questions to go. There was also a version of Championship Manager on the Xbox as well. Uh, the, oh. Before before the SI split on the original Xbox days, that's wow. what I thought you were going for. You no, I think, I think it's all four copies. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't carry that on. Right. Question nine: In North America, Football Manager was also known with which other name? Same game, just a slightly different name. Silence. Can we have a? Can you repeat the question, please, Dave? Yeah. I know this is an odd. It's all right. Request. In North America, this is funny accent, fo- isn't it? Football Manager was also known as which other name? So it was the same game, just with a slightly different name. So, for example, in UK, they used to call it FIFA Football. They called it obviously something different in in America, and so on. Is anyone going to take the punt? Silence is golden. I think. All right then. No one's going for it. Uh, it was called Worldwide Soccer Manager, believe it or not. Oh. That was not even Championship Manager. It was a full Football Manager game in sort of 05, 06. Right then, final question. Question 10 could be all important. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Right. In October 2014, Film Nova released a documentary called An Alternative Reality, the Football Manager documentary, which was made available in on Steam in 2015. 
However, what was the name of the documentary made by Journalism Graduate? Let me just scroll across to actually get his name. Uh, journalism, uh, journalism Graduate Stephen Mills in 2010. So what was the name of the documentary made by the Journalism Graduate Stephen Mills in 2010? So there was two documentaries. Obviously, the bigger one, I'd assume, was Alternative Reality. Uh, these questions are bloody hard, Dave. <laughs> I thought you get these. To the fair, is, I've got these. this. Uh, I've watched. I think is I've watched it, but it, I, I didn't pay that much attention is. to it. Come on, you got another name. What is this? To be fair, a lot of people say this as a saying about uh, the game dupe. as well. Go on, dupe. Football manager stole my life. Minus one, dupe. You're in the minuses. That was the. Uh, that's was the book, it. isn't it? That's I knew one. it wasn't, but I thought that's the only one. I went for it. No, it's about life. To... No one going for it? No, I'm not daring enough. After what right. happened last time. Drawing a blank. All right, then. The documentary is called Football Manager, More Than Just a Game. So, do you like... I always have say a... that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> People I got that tattooed on me. <laughs> that common phrase. Yeah. Right, then. The final score on the board. In last place, a very gallant effort. Minus one for Mr. Doop. Round of applause, please. Bring back Great. Kay. Uh, in, uh, well, level with him, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought is, so. Uh, sorry, uh, Dr. Venji with minus <laughs> ah, one okay. as well. <laughs> you didn't get away with that one. Really. I, I was looking at it. Did, did, did you do better than Dan's debut? I think Dan got minus two on his debut, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. It's up there. Uh, I think on his aggregate, aggregate score is zero, I think. <laughs> so, unfortunately... <laughs> And oh. Joe in second place with zero. No, no hat trick today. No, unfortunately <laughs> not. And then making his return with the crown with just two points, Mr. One True Nerd, Nerdphonic, nerd, whatever he's called these days. Yeah. Thank you very much, Dave, for a rather a rather taxing quiz this week. Certainly, certainly, uh, put your hat in the ring for uh, any other duties that are required. Should Curtie be absent once more? Get in. <laughs> Get in. He's <laughs> got an agenda, I feel like, at this point. An agenda, yeah, probably. It's um, something along the lines of, I want to be Quizmaster now. Uh, right, so, as per usual, we have time for a question this week, unfortunately. But the, the, the discussion went on a bit, uh, as it normally does, but more so than usual. So sorry, sorry about that. It's, it's okay, Ben. It's okay. We, we've got to we we give you, yeah, exactly. Talking about things we know nothing about because you 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 have a keen interest and in that you know it would be pointless you saying nothing if you if we had uh, had you on. So thank you very much for your participation. Anyway, whilst, we'll sorry. say thank you at the end, but why not we get another one in? <laughs> I'll take oh, it. Brilliant. Can I apply it to the points I didn't get in the quiz? No. <laughs> okay. right. You can actually, but you're still beyond zero. Come last. Anyway, so, yeah. 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 At this point, I'll take zero, second place. So. <laughs> right, okay. Back to the question at hand. Uh, this is from uh, Zebu Nation on Twitter. Uh, how do you spice up a long-term save if it gets dull or repetitive? What do you do as a content creator to keep your content fresh and entertaining? So I guess this is sort of two questions in one, really. So... Obviously, you can have a save as a, a non-creator and and it become a bit stale, as Joe is sort of suggesting that his Arsenal one might be, be going the way of the goat. But how how does everyone sort of keep things entertaining for themselves? Um, 
uh, it's hard because obviously as a content creator you're trying to sort of entertain or you know make people sort of watch your content but at the same time you're always you're playing it yourself you still want to enjoy the game so i've done it before when i've I've had to try and bring series to an end, not like sort of a dramatic end, but sort of just say this: the end of this season is going to be the final one if we don't achieve so-and-so, only because I'm not enjoying it as much anymore. And I think as a viewer, if someone subscribed, they, they'll they'll sort of accept that. Um, in terms of keeping it sort of uh, interested for a viewer, I don't think I'm that interested a person on YouTube, so I'll probably leave that sort of uh, side of the question to Mr. Dr. Benji. I don't. I don't think I'm as interesting as you, you Dave. <laughs> I, I found out so much about haircuts today that I never thought I would. Um, I mean, you can go and find the bike shits later. It's fine. It's just, <laughs> I, just, I just use a, a variety of wigs. <laughs> you know, things get a little bit desperate. Pull out a wig. I mean, I, I um, do think that you're probably the, well, the only person to have, have got involved in in sort of his shootness to extend at the life of a football manager save, or indeed, sort of potential bestiality. Maybe I mean that's a, that's a slight slanderous statement, but I mean allegedly, fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> that in there. Um, I, I, I think with a lot of it, it depends what sort of content you're making. Really, I think sometimes the slog can be just as interesting as like the high points. So yeah. sometimes you don't necessarily have to. That said, what I tend to do with videos is if I know I'm having a very repetitive season to the one previously, I will just so say that season was sort of eight or nine episodes. I'll just make it four or five episodes because. People have seen it, right? St- you still want to create like sort of character development or player character development, um, but you can get like sort of bogged down in that sometimes. So it's better to just fast forward it a little bit and see what goes on. In terms of the actual save, like I don't know, Joe's probably best to answer. Like, are you going to try and set yourself a challenge, like a bigger challenge, maybe if you leave your club or whatever, or maybe say you're going to have homegrown players or something like that? You just, like that's the sort of ways you can do it. Generally, that doesn't just apply to content, though. I find that I literally have to try and find myself like a subject matter and kind of how I got onto this Arsenal save was purely from watching them um, play Brighton and they were so bad and I kind of, not an Arsenal fan, but I remember the Invincibles and and watching them and going, they were an incredible side. I want to try and replicate that, you know. So moving on to another save, it will just be finding a story that resonates with me and I can kind of build upon that. So whether it's, you know, go to a local club and try and build them up into something, it's, it's quite difficult because I, I like to have a bit of narrative to my my personal saves because then I find that I'd I enjoy them a lot more. But in terms of watching content creators, I mean, we've mentioned him a couple of times, but um, Dan finished his season up the other night. Um, he was a bit worse for wear, but I mean, what a way to end your save by winning the Champions League. Um, and I just thought that was you know a really poetic end to what has been a quite, a, quite a slog for him at Red Star. Yeah. So sometimes there is an end. To a, to a save sometimes you don't actually want to prolong it sometimes there's just a natural end and you should just finish it there and start something new as much as it's sometimes it's difficult to say goodbye like I've, I've had years on in saves where i've said this is our final year whatever happens happens and we'll just we'll just see how it goes the, the most sort of notable one for me is when uh with my road trip which was a journeyman save with dortmund i had three sort of big moments i had a league title running i had a, a cup final and a champions league final and i only won one of them but i already knew that this is how we're going to end the series if it, if i lose in all three people will love it anyway probably so um you just have to make that choice sometimes sometimes you have to just cut a save off and start something new I, I, for for me particularly I, 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 with your palmer save i don't know how you made that that choice to cut off when you did uh, mm. how what what 
made you reach that point because you you could tell from from watching it and I've I've watched the series a, a number of times from start to finish you can tell your love for that team like genuine like care yeah f- for that team as well as the save and as well as sort of the narrative you built around it uh how did you manage to sort of just decide actually do I'm going to do the faulty towers and stop it whilst it's still good I think a new game came out I think that's actually what happened. It was like there wasn't long before a new game was coming out. And maybe that's not even true. I can't remember now because I, did, I had like sort of the, the French one going alongside it. But it, it gets to a point where you I like, it gets to the point where some saves, I just want to leave it. I want it to sort of have the ending where I don't want to have to carry on and carry on and carry on because I'd, I'd like to look back at how oh, we finished at a really good point. But it was essentially just that phrase, isn't it? That you leave them wanting more. Like you obviously felt like there was a little bit more to get out of it, whereas I kind of decided this is going to be. I always sort of do that. I always decide this is going to be my final season. Whatever happens, happens, and if it goes well, great. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But there's something to go for in like the next series where I can go for something new. Um, sometimes, but like I've had, I've had with Salford, it was never meant to be 200 episodes. I've always said it was supposed to be like 125, but we had seven years where I didn't actually do anything. So it was like during that seven year period, it's do I just cut it off now? Because it would have been quite easy to say, look, this isn't going anywhere. I can't battle amongst the elites. Or do we just keep going trying to like, for me, it was like doing intros and stuff, making them entertaining outside of what the actual game was. But that's not, that's not for everyone either. Like some people don't even want that. So you can't just put it in for the sake of putting it in. You can't just create a storyline alongside a save halfway through because you're getting bored with what's actually going on with the game. Like it doesn't work like that. Um, But with Palmer, it was just, I'm pretty sure a new game came out. I can't even remember now. It was, three years ago but it was something like that maybe maybe so are we saying we, we don't do an Arsene Wenger and don't drag it out just kind of get to a point and, and leave it uh, going back to Joe's point about narrative uh, with my fire screen save I, I can't I'm really sorry that I can't not laugh when people say the word still still gets me every time someone, every time someone says narrative it just... oh I thought you meant fire screen <laughs> it's Matt um, <laughs> joke of a club um, I, I go back to the word narrative that Joe used and say state the fact that I think there's a little bit too much narrative in my save with Forest Green. You know, the fact that we've done media work with the club, we've done the vlogs, we've done the, the meetups with the players and I, I almost don't, I almost find myself that I couldn't leave that save and personally for me, I think it's going to turn into an offline save for when it does get a little bit boring for, for viewers or whatever but I personally don't think I'm ever Going to get full closure over that save. It will turn into a nothing save if you don't save it properly. File <laughs> <laughs> cannot be loaded. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's it's all about us as the creators as well. We've got to make sure we enjoy it. There's no point in making the content but because it, it won't be good for people to watch if we're not enjoying it as a whole. Um, yeah. if, if Someone could tell if you're not enjoying the save at the end of the day. So, yeah. Well rounded off, Mr. Azapardi. Well done. Cheers, son. Right, uh, before we go then, it's time for some plugs. Mr. Azapardi, as you rounded that section off so well, do you want to tell people where pe- people can find you? Yes, uh, my Twitter is, uh, well, the same as my YouTube, both just Dave Azapardi, and then you can find me on Twitch, which is Dave Azapardi FM. Marvellous. Mr. Dupe, what about you? FM Dupe everywhere. Smashing Joseph, where can people find you? At Friday Night FM on Twitter. Marvellous. And Mr. Ben, where can people find you if they uh, oh, if they well, don't know where you are already? Dr. Benji on Snapchat, uh, Dr. <laughs> Benji on Dr. Benji FM on Instagram, which I've never used, but by all means get involved. Uh, YouTube.com slash Dr. Benji FM, Twitter at Dr. Benji. All the, 
all the regular places. Twitter, I think Twitch is that's a Benji as well. You got Grinder Ben as well. We always ask the guests that anyway. Um, not anymore. Uh, it was <laughs> it was an experiment I did once. Not quite the hundred years in the future, but it was uh, similar. Um, did you wear a similar, foxy similar, for that one as well? Similar outcomes. <laughs> well, it, it depends. It depends. I've got two accounts. Two accounts. You know. <laughs> um, going back though. to Ma- going back to Matt's really inappropriate bestiality comments earlier. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, but I do. Work, uh, hopefully, you don't mind. You said plug stuff. Like for those that are listening to this, I do encourage you share it. Like, there's not many people doing really high quality podcasts, and these guys do it every single week. Whereas. Like it's very easy to do something for a little bit, try it, and then give up and stop. But these guys seem to be plowing away at it every single week. So if you're listening and you think you've got friends that would like it, then share it, put it out there, let people know what's going on. I'm going to try to do my best with this one, but I should maybe do it more. And I think other creators, it's bit like this. This show, I think, has become a hub for a lot of creators who maybe quietly listen to it. I've, I've listened to probably the last twenty of these in a row. Like I listen to them every single week. Um, so when you slagged me off, I'm fully aware. Not yeah, <laughs> hey, we're honest. But, um, but at the same time, like, I, I think we need more things like this, and it's great to see people trying it, but the, the biggest challenge is sticking with it. We all know as people that do content, like it's very easy to one day decide, oh, I can't be bothered, or the next week I can't be bothered, but you guys push on every single week and do it, and I think that is a credit to you all, that you do it every single week. I hate to come across all sort of like, I don't know what this looks like, but at the same time, I, essentially what I'm saying is that I think it's great, and I hope you keep, keep doing it, even when there's maybe one week where you don't have enough of you, you keep plowing through and doing it every single week. And I think the system you've got, having been on it, is like, it's really good. The way you produce it is really good as well. And hopefully, we, hopefully like, what I'm hoping is this will see the birth of some other ones. Some people thinking, do you know what they, these guys are doing? I'll do it as well. And we see more and more people creating this sort of content because we've seen it in the past, but they always sort of fade away and that we don't see them consistently. So you, I, I think you guys need to know that you're doing a good job. Like people appreciate what you're doing. And hopefully okay. you're told that enough, but I want to say as well. well- We'll pay you after Ben as well. Cheers, can I have some, kind of a point for the fucking quiz now? <laughs> yeah, you're up to you're up to one. You still haven't won yet. Right? All right, I'll take one. I'll take a clear. Although second. you will lose one once we take that soap box back. Um, thank you very much, Ben. It's very much appreciated. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Nerdphonic absolutely everywhere. Not Grinder though. Sorry to disappoint you. All, I'm sure. Chatterbait. <laughs> maybe. Right. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe oh dear me, mate. It's, it's all gone downhill right at the end. We managed to almost keep it clean and it's just fallen to pieces well and truly. I did actually have a plug that's not related to to any of us uh, and it's actually uh, an exhibition that's going on in London between the 26th and 29th of April which is the Fabric of Football uh, which is a, a collection of classic football shirts curated by classic football shirts. If you are in and around London between those dates it's uh, uh, Bethnal Green and it's free entry, although I think they are there. It's uh, in support of the Bobby Moore Fund. So if you uh, do attend, please donate as uh, it's a very good cause. And I mean, if if you like 90s football, the shirts that they've got sort of exi- exhibited, I think you'll uh, I think you'll enjoy it if you like football kits like me. There's been a few clips of like other things they've done. And nerd, I can only but echo that. It, it looks awesome. It really does. I I'm genuinely looking at getting the train down to have a look at it. So it's time for us all to go, but uh, all of the links for each of us are in the description of this very podcast, as is the link to join the WeStream FM Discord server. If you haven't joined it, I suggest you bloody well do. If you've enjoyed the pod, then please leave us a review on iTunes as it really helps us out. If you're a SoundCloudite, then please drop us a follow as you'll be notified of when we next upload a podcast, which is 8 o'clock on Mondays. The 5 Star Potential podcast is also available on most other popular podcast applications. This has been Five Star Potential, a WeStream FM production, and we'll see you all next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Au revoir. 